Hey there, y'all, and welcome to another episode of Be Still and Run. I'm your host, Ali Ann, and today I wanted to talk about the key to true freedom. And I didn't really learn truly what this meant until seven years of running um, and different training blocks that I went through that really God showed me in a way that I could truly grasp and understand what true freedom is and it has been a blast being able to live in this freedom um and don't live in it every day i'm still working on it like i said i have not arrived i'm learning along with you guys i'm just sharing what the lord does in my life and what he teaches me so today is on a runner's limitations and how that brings us true freedom and what it looks like from a for for a christian's life so hopefully you enjoy thank you again for tuning in and if you're new we share um just what it looks like to live the christian life from a runner's point of view and at the heart of it i pray that through all of this, God speaks to you and shows you what your heart truly craves and encourage, hopefully I am able to encourage you to draw closer to Christ. And um, if you have, this is your first episode, you should know that I want to keep everything real here. I do not want it to be professional, so there is very little editing and everything is straight from my heart straight from my life and so if you're looking for something professional this is probably not for you because i really want to keep it real i want to be authentic and share the truth and share where god is taking me on this journey and so i would love for you to stay and stick around but for now we are going to be talking on a runner's limitations so the key to freedom is a runner's limitations so galatians 2:20 says i am crucified with christ nevertheless i live yet not i but christ liveth in me in the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So freedom is something the United States is very proud of. And it's something that we have fought for. It's something that we have, we take pride in. And for the most part, freedom is not bad. Um, we can do whatever we want, whenever we want. And this is not necessarily a biblical perspective or a biblical point of view in using our freedom this way. So I've always struggled with um, what is true freedom uh, because a lot of times it, it always talked about in the Bible how we are free in Christ to do whatever we want. But then it also said, you know, we're not supposed to live our own life. And I just kept going back and forth, struggling with this and like thinking, okay, what does this really mean? Well, it took seven years about of running for me to realize what freedom really is. And 
Runners are only as good as they want to be. They're only as good as they put in the time to be. They're only as good as how much self-control they have, how much discipline they have, how much patience they have. So the more as runners we put limitations on ourselves, the better of a runner we become because our freedom has allowed us to make choices dependent upon what is going to make us the person we want to be. So our freedom in Christ is like this too. Um, We have this freedom and we're not supposed to be um, living our life stuck to the law or stuck to be conformed in a certain way dependent on all of these different things. But our freedom in Christ allows us to have a relationship with God so that the Holy Spirit can bring things in our lives and use us in particular ways in certain areas and just using this freedom allows us to reach a variety of people for the Lord and allows us to be ourselves in reaching God. Um, Just like he always looks at our heart. And so our way of praise and worship is not necessarily going to look like that of another's because if we tried, say you're a person who likes to raise your hands Um, and this other person is not that type. They like to be more silent in their worship. They like to maybe just bow their head or whatever. And if the person who likes to raise their hands tries to be like the person who likes to bow their head, the worship's not going to be from their heart. They're not going to necessarily be seen in God's eyes as a sacrifice of worship as something that he wants. He wants us to be ourselves, but he wants us to do it in a Christ-like manner. Um, So the key to freedom being a runner's limitations is to realize that our freedom is so that we can become the person God created us to be. And that is going to require putting limitations on ourselves And this isn't to say that we should become legalistic and come up with all these different rules. It's rather to say that true freedom is found in surrendering to the Holy Spirit, surrendering to His rule over our lives and just completely dying to ourselves, being available at any point to listen and obey whenever He lays something on our heart. And this is going to help us like answer our prayers or not help us answer our prayers, but it's going to help us realize that God is leading us to have our prayers be answered. So for one thing, um, as an example, God has been showing me that when he lays on my heart that I shouldn't eat a certain food or a certain amount of a certain food because I have been asking him to help me become healthy. That isn't him putting restrictions on me. That's him um, loving me, helping me, realizing that it's answering my prayers if I actually obey him. And like I had mentioned before in sharing our desires with God, um, true freedom is realizing that it requires action on our own. And that is going to 
the action is going to be fed from surrendering to God and allowing the Holy Spirit to guide us. Um, so like looking at like elite or professional runners, they have to have so many limitations on their lives in order to stay where they are. Of course, some of them, you know, maybe more natural may not have to be as limited in their life, may not have to focus on it as much. But for the most part, there is a ton of sacrifice that these runners have to put in in order to be at the professional level that they are. And just realizing that we are who we are because of our past, because of what we have thought about, because of what we have done, because of what we have allowed to influence our lives. So like growing up, I spent a ton of time playing video games on the computer. Um, and not necessarily that the video games were bad, but they were time wasting. They put blocks in between my relationship with my sisters and I. Um, they were kind of like an escape route for me. I watched a ton of movies, read a ton of books, things that that I wouldn't want to be reading now, but at the time I didn't care because it was an escape. Um, and so like now I, my desires have changed and I want to become more like Christ. And I realize now that all of those distractions, all of those video games, all of those books or movies that my flesh wants to watch, and they're not necessarily bad, but they are distracting me from growing closer to Christ, which is what I really want. And so when that decision comes, I have to realize, okay, do I really want to become closer to Christ or do I just want to continue living my own life? And so that's going to require us to restrict ourselves and to be disciplined in order for God to be able to answer our prayers. Because he's not going to just miraculously cause things to happen. It requires our action in accordance with him. So I wanted to point that out before I go into um, the Christ in you is going to be where your freedom is. So if you haven't seen the booklet that I made called The Simplicity of Christianity, that is based on Christ in you, but it's also from a perspective of what it looks like from a runner's point of view. And it's realizing that our freedom is in what how God created us, how God designed us in different principles that he's put in scripture to help us become the people he created us to be. And like the Bible is our manual for life. He created us and then he gave us the Bible to show us how we work. Just like if you buy a blender and you just can't figure out how it works. So what do you do? You get the manual out and you look at the directions. So that's what the Bible is for. And there's different principles that I share um, based on a runner's life that is in that book, The Simplicity or The Simplicity of Christianity, um, realizing that if we follow those, the Christian life really is not as complicated as it should be, or not should be. The oh guys, I'm sorry. 
The Christian life is not as complicated as we make it out to be. We really don't have to follow all these rules. All we have to do is surrender to Christ and listen to the Holy Spirit within us, do what we know is right, and then He will bring to mind the other things that He wants us to be doing. Um, so recently, like, I have really been um, trying to surrender to the Lord in every area of my life, and this is so much more um, complicated than I thought it was going to be because I didn't realize how much the Lord would lead me if I let him. So like he'll encourage me to write somebody or to talk to somebody or to reach out to somebody or to pray for somebody, um, not to eat a certain food because um, of just, you know, I'm praying that God will help me uh, like eat healthy and be healthy and whatever. And then, you know, he'll encourage me not to say something or like in a conversation or he'll bring things to mind to say to somebody to encourage them. And it's just like all these different things, including just simple ones. Like the other day, I really, really wanted to make myself a frappuccino. And by the way, if you guys have not had a frappuccino and you like coffee and milkshakes, I would definitely go get one because that's what it is. It's a coffee milkshake and it's amazing, especially peanut butter ones. But anyway, the other morning I was going to make a frappuccino and I kind of got like this sense um, that I shouldn't make one. And I'm like, okay, I have one of these quite frequently. I'm like, why should I not have one? Is this just me? Is this just the thought that came to my mind? Um, and I ended up making one and what I didn't realize is that we were then going somewhere. So I didn't actually get to enjoy my frap in the beginning stages. Um, like before all the ice melted and it became watered down. Um, but when we got home, I was like, oh man, I really wish I could have a fresh frappuccino. And it was like, God reminded me at that point. He's like, I, I encourage you not to make one earlier because I knew you would want one now. And I'm like, oh, why do I just keep ignoring this? Uh, so it's just like little things that he brings to mind. And I'm like, wow, like if I really... If I really let him, he will lead me and encourage me all throughout the day, even with just simple things. And um, it's just been, it's, if I would just learn to obey, it would be so easy. It would be so simple. Not easy. Simple. Sorry. Two totally different things. It would be so simple if I would just learn to um, let Christ live in me and just surrender and obey. So the key to freedom is Christ in you. And that is surrendering to him and then asking for grace to obey him as he leads you. Um, and this is not to say a lot of times people will be like, well, God didn't say this or God didn't say to do that. Or so I'm just kind of in this waiting phase. Um, I would encourage you what you know to do right in God's word already, do that. And then when he has something specific for you, he will lead you in that.
That has been something um, someone told me the other day. She's like, while you're in this waiting phase of where you feel like God's leading you, make sure you do the little things God has put in front of you and the things you know that you should be doing right now. So I just wanted to make sure I pointed this out um, because this Christ in you and taking those thoughts um, that the Lord puts on our heart, um, I really feel like knowing this is going to be what changes our life into who we really want to become. Um, so just realizing that are your thoughts, you should be looking at those and realizing, okay, I keep having this thought of fear, this, and then kind of tracing that back. Oh, I'm not surrendered to the Lord in this area. Um, or I don't believe God is good. And it kind of just points you, if you trace things back to the root, I'll be talking about that in December when we talk about our why. But just tracing things back of why are you having these thoughts? What are you meditating on? And why are you having them? So surrendering to the Holy Spirit's prompting and obeying them is going to be key in realizing what your thought life is like and what to do with them because it's going, your thoughts is where your root, the root problem is. It will show you where the root problem is because of what you're thinking about. So I would just encourage you guys this week to, if you actually did, I can't remember what day it was, but it was the second episode for this month on analyzing your thoughts. If you did not take the time to actually analyze your thoughts, I would definitely recommend you do that. But if you did, I would just encourage you to go back to those um, and kind of look over them again and maybe add some things. And then next week I'll tell you how you can realize what the root is for all of that. Um, but just go over those things, over your thoughts that you had wrote down from, I'm going to say it was two weeks ago, and really ask the Lord to show you what is going on in your thought life, what thoughts you have thought on in the past that have led you to where you are today. Um, a lot of times these thoughts are going to be lies, worry, and fear. And the root for all of these, I'm going to um, say this probably with confidence, but the root of all lies, worry, and fear is a lie we have about who God is. It's we do not truly believe in our heart of who God is. If we believed in our heart that God is good and that he's faithful and he's trustworthy and he has our best interests in mind, would we fear? Would we worry? Would we 
if we believed who God said we were, would we constantly look down on ourselves? Would we constantly look in the mirror and be like, look at myself, look at all these imperfections? Or if we really believed what God said about us as Christians, as someone who is under the blood of Christ, would we believe those lies about ourselves? So just as you're looking over those thoughts, think about what is the root behind this. What lie am I believing about who God is? And just kind of let the Lord speak to you about that because um, so far it has not failed me, but I have been able to trace every negative um, thought, every lie, every worry, every fear back to something that I really don't truly believe about God. My mind knows it. I know God is faithful, but I don't actually know and live it out because if I actually believed it, I would live it out because who, what's that verse as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And then out of, out of your heart springs the wellspring of life or something like that. Um, so just realize that as you go over those thoughts that most likely every negative wrong thought that goes through your mind is based off of something we don't truly believe about God um, and about what he says in his word. So I love you guys. I will be praying for you. And if you ever want to reach out, don't be afraid to. I am always, um, I forget what I was going to say, sorry. I'm, I'm always so excited when someone asks me to pray for them about something. I love being able to do that. And so if you ever have anything you need prayer for or whatever, don't be afraid. I will have uh, the email down below that you can reach me at. And I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Be Still and Run. I, this topic has been something on my mind a lot over the years. And I'm just now starting to get, I think, a glimpse of what it really means. But I did the Simplicity of Christianity booklet that I did mention. If you have not checked it out, I will have the link down below. But it is based on a runner's point of view on living the Christian life. And it talks about um, basically what this is. And at the end of each chapter, I think there's eight chapters, at the end of each one, it gives you a little um, action step on how you can apply oh, the different principles of a Christian life. And just remember the words simple and easy are two totally different things. The Christian life is not easy, but it is simple because all we have to do is surrender to God and follow the Holy Spirit's leading and just live in or allow Christ to live in us. That's really all there is to the Christian life. So I wanted to mention that and thank you so much for tuning in again next week. We are talking about meditation, mantras, and repetitive words. 
I am excited to be wrapping up this topic of thoughts. I can't believe it's October is almost over by the time you're listening to this. <laughs> the time just goes by so fast. Um, but yeah, if you haven't checked out the 12-9 challenge, I will also have that uh, linked down below. But that is out and I really hope that is encouraging to you. The 12-9 challenge is on surrender. So it's perfect timing. All right, that's when I'm planning on having it out. I am recording this earlier than it is being published. So that should be out by now. And the main thing is on surrender. It's on taking something that really bothers you and really learning how to give it to the Lord. And it's based on 2 Corinthians 12, 9, where it talks about how in our weakness, Christ is made strong. And as we yield to him, then he can work through us and accomplish his work in us. So check that out and I will see you guys next week.